Hello, my name is Wayne Jones. Welcome to the My Sam Johnson podcast. This week's episode is called Sam's Selfies. Uh, And of course, there were no selfies back in the time when Sam lived. Seems like we've had them for a while, but they certainly don't go back to the Uh, mid-1750s. But basically what uh, what I want to talk about are the some of the portraits of Sam. Uh, and also, uh, as a compliment to this uh, podcast, uh, please have a look at the, uh, the, the blog posting that goes along with it. Uh, it's called Sam Selfies as well, and it's located at mysamjohnson.com. And uh, my friend Chapdam there, who's, a, who's an artist and, an, and teaches art as well, uh, looked at eight portraits that I showed her of Sam Johnson and not only uh, in most cases she gave commentary on them, uh, but uh, she even for one of them had her class look at one of the photos and make uh, make uh, make some comments. Uh, that's a class of kids from seven to uh, thirteen. I guess maybe if you're thirteen, you're not a kid anymore. I'm not quite sure, but anyway, have a look at that, please, at mysamjohnson.com. But I wanted to talk about some of the portraits uh, in general, um, and. Uh, the sort of the standard portrait, if you can sort of put it that way, there are a fair number of portraits of Sam Johnson that survive. Uh, the, the very famous, successful, super wealthy uh, painter of the 18th century in England, Sir Joshua Reynolds, who was actually a friend of Sam Johnson's, did several portraits of Sam at different stages of his life. And, uh, uh, those uh, a lot of those still still exist, and also there are a lot of paintings and etchings and all sorts of other art that come after that that are, as they say, after Sir Joshua Reynolds. That is based on or inspired by uh, jo- something that Joshua Reynolds did as well. Um, but a lot of them are uh, uh, are you know the sort of the classic uh, uh, one you could imagine is Sam sitting down basically uh dressed in a certain probably better than he usually dressed during his regular life uh he was quite uh what's the word that one uses he was a big man so you know he wasn't slender and uh usually there's a bit of a belly that you can see i mean not the belly itself but you can see uh clothing over a belly and he's usually, you know, there's uh, maybe this was a thing in the 18th century, but he wasn't smiling. He's usually uh, just sort of looking. Um, and uh, you can see the face usually. Uh, generally speaking, there are certainly portraits of him with of his full body. Uh, but uh, generally speaking, they're sort of uh, sh- uh, head and shoulder shots and maybe going down to the waistline kind of thing. Uh, and usually something with the hands. A lot of the photos have uh, the hands featured either in sort of odd ways or interesting ways or, you know, ways at all kind of thing. And uh, the hands really, uh, generally speaking, the face is the um, is, is sort of the main thing that you see and maybe that's the proper thing. But the hands feature uh, feature as well, too. 
One of my favorite portraits of him, though, is where one where uh, that Joshua Reynolds did uh, later in Sam's life. And the other characteristic that I forgot to mention about Sam's portrait and about, I think, portraits of men generally in the 18th century, this was a century where during which men wore wigs. I am super happy that I did not live in the 18th century because, uh, you know, I just like uh, combing my hair and then doing something with my hands and going outdoors kind of thing. But men actually wore wigs, and I believe those wigs had to be powdered as well. <laughs> really, it's it's great to live in the 21st century. Um, uh, so, But there is a great portrait of Sam when he... Um, when you weren't wearing your wig, and this is one of my favorite phrases from the 18th century, it was called wearing your hair. So, uh, I mean, maybe that gives you an idea of the extent to which wigs had, or the wearing of wigs had permeated society, that it was such an unusual thing that, oh my God, there's a man wearing his hair. Uh, but, uh, all kidding aside, uh, one of my favorite portraits of Sam is one done by Joshua Reynolds where Sam is not wearing a wig. It's a, it's a close-up on his face, and he's older, and it's a very uh, uh, somber uh, kind of uh, portrait uh, where he seems uh, sad, pensive, uh, thinking, that kind of thing. And uh, that, that that's always been uh, one of my one of my favorite ones. And the other thing I wanted to talk about too, there's also a lot of statuary uh, regarding Sam as well, uh, all over the place. Uh, there's certainly lots in Litchfield, which is a small town in uh, Staffordshire, where Sam was born, and where the you know it's basically a small market town now. I think it has a population in the thousands, something like that. I've been there several times myself. It's a lovely, lovely town. And it's a, uh, you know, used to be a market town. And now I suppose it's still a market town. Uh, one of the things I really like about it is that the main streets, you know, the two main streets that lead to the main square in Litchfield are completely pedestrian, uh, <laughs> which you know, that shows you a little bit how the word is used differently. I don't mean pedestrian as in they're very boring. I mean, they're for pedestrians only. There's no vehicular traffic. So that's a great thing. And there are sort of stones, of course, they're not paved. Uh, it's really nice. And there's a famous statue right in the middle as you come in uh, through whichever direction uh, as, a, as a pedestrian. There's a famous, there's a church there. There's the Birthplace Museum, uh, which is the house that Johnson was actually born in. And also there's a statue in the, in the, in the, in the middle as well. Or there's a, a statue that has some uh, a carvings uh, where Sam appears and, and other things as well. And the other one, there's another one in, in London, which uh, I've always found really weird because it's, it's in St. Paul's Cathedral, but Sam is presented as a, uh, the physique is not a physique that looks like Sam at all. It, it actually looks like a, the kind of physique where, uh, you know, that you might see as an advertisement for a, um, you know, one of the, 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 
4 million superhero movies that the Hollywood produces these days sort of ripped. He's got biceps, the whole thing. It's a little bit ridiculous, uh, but that's the one, that's the statue that's in St. Paul's Cathedral. Maybe it's a very, uh, you know, it's a very idealized portrait of, of Sam Johnson or meant to portray him as a hero of literature or, or maybe there's something about churches not wanting to have uh, uh, portly people in their statues. <laughs> I don't know. Christian churches anyway. Uh, but I've always found it one of the weirder statues of, of, of Johnson that exists. <clears throat> and the other thing I wanted to talk about uh, just briefly is, and, uh, in, in the way of sort of ending off is that uh, it, it really shows you a contrast between our century. Uh, we're in the 21st century. That was the 18th century. So it's approximately 300 years ago, 250 to 300 years ago, uh, how much things have changed. Now, that was a century where, you know, we still talk about, you know, portraits that have survived, for example, you know, that there may have been some that were made. It's not as bad as in Shakespeare's century, which was the 16th century, where, you know, you really hear uh, that kind of talk among scholars about a work surviving or, you know, one of Shakespeare's signatures surviving. And what that means is that over the course of time, uh, you know, there's a very, very limited number of documents uh, on which Shakespeare's signature actually appears. And similarly, in the, in the 18th century, there are portraits that, you know, have survived. There's not, you know, I, 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 there's not 500 portraits of Sam Johnson that exist, at least from the 18th century anyway. Uh, you know, there's a, there's a very limited number. And it's such a contrast to the era that we live in now, where we really seem to be awash in images, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's going to be, uh, in the end, there's going to be, uh, a lot more pictures of, uh, uh, you know, avocado toast and Kim Kardashian's ass than there's going to be of Samuel Johnson, uh, surviving 500 years from now. Uh, I, I'm talking about Kim Kardashian because I heard that that thing that she did, I think it was where she posed a, a glass of champagne on it. And it apparently another, actually one of my favorite phrases broke the internet, <laughs> which is, which I always think of as a great phrase. I mean, what it obviously means is that it caused a lot of traffic and caused millions and millions and millions of people to, to, uh, to uh, view it. But, uh, I always, you know, when you think of something breaking, uh, you always <laughs> Just imagine this guy with a little, you know, one of those mechanics outfits on with a little patch on it that says Lou or something like that coming in to say, well, Lou, the Internet is broken. What can you do? Can you have it done by Tuesday? <laughs> yeah, so things are things are very different now. You know, we are very much awash in images and uh, you even hear things about people, you know, there are. I'm doing a podcast now that doesn't involve any written language. Uh, I've just done a blog about portraits. Uh, you hear about people reading less and less and less. You even hear about one of the results of that being that uh, people are a lot less 
um, uh, I'm not sure what the right word is, literate, I guess. I mean, it's sort of like anything. If you don't, uh, you know, if you don't lift weights enough, you're not going to be able to lift weights and you're not going to be able to develop those muscles. If you don't read enough uh, at some point, uh, those reading muscles will atrophy as well. And either you won't be able to read or you won't be able to really read in a in a way where you really understand things and language is a pretty can be a pretty complex thing and it really makes me wonder what's you know what what the fate of uh of of reading of language is well for you know the next couple of hundred years whether people are going to be reading anymore you know video and and uh, as i say a, a video of course but uh uh Images, pictures as well, really seem to be, in a certain sense, predominating. And it makes you wonder what the fate of words is. Um, one of the ways you see it, I think, is that there's a lot of, um, and I don't want to get too sidetracked here, although I am, uh, I will say for the second time, finishing off here. But uh, the, one of the ways that it manifests itself is that uh, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of movies that are made, for example, or a lot of songs that are made uh, where there's not much care given to the words or people don't really care about the words. Uh, you know, basically, the if you take film as an example, the whole idea is is simply to push a story along. And frankly, the same things happens in a lot of uh fiction or a lot of books that are produced as well. I suppose I mean fiction mostly where uh, the language is not given sort of attention. And I really feel, I mean, I've talked about this a couple of times on this podcast and I really, in a certain way, I feel um, like, oh my God, we have to hang on to this. But on, in, in another way, I sort of feel it's not really resignation, but I feel that things are changing and, uh, you know, the way language was even 30 years ago when I was uh, studying literature and uh, what I've read since uh, has changed in a, in a huge way and that that's just disappearing. You know, uh, there's nothing there's nothing guaranteed about anything, you know, uh, the, the great language of literature may change so that people aren't, uh, or literature may change to the extent that it's not really the, you know, the, the nuances of words and the beauty of English that people are interested in. It's the story or one can imagine that, you know, what, uh, uh you can imagine a kind of a graph where uh, there's fewer and fewer books published and more and more video and movies and audio that's produced so that the, you know, the, the words on the page uh, or on the Kindle screen are, uh, uh, are, are sort of fighting a losing battle. So I'm not sure how I made it to there from talking about statues, but uh or portraits, but uh, all I wanted to say, I suppose, in summary, and to return to my previous topic, is that um, there's lots of portraits of Sam available. Uh, one of my uh, one of my plans for the 
the book that I'm reading, this podcast basically, and the blog that sort of complements it, both of them are meant to be basically uh, talking about the book that I'm writing. I'm writing a biography of Sam Johnson for general readers. Uh, There are lots of biographies of Sam out there for scholarly readers, and there are some sort of picture book type biographies of Sam Johnson as well that are, you know, I don't know, 75 pages long or something like that. But I'm I'm writing a a full full length, uh, probably about uh, 200, 250 pages long, non-scholarly, which doesn't mean non-researched, but non-scholarly biography of Sam Johnson. And uh, one of the things I planned for it is to have a series, a, a, web, a website that accompanies it, that complements it in, in, in a way. Um, you know, the book probably will have uh, photographs in it of, of various things, of portraits and other things. But I also imagine a very, very rich and full website as well that will, uh, will complement the book. So uh, I'm on pace. Uh, well, it's hard to say you're on pace. Who knows? Uh, I I'm 61. I could uh, easily uh, drop dead as soon my my head could hit this mic at any time and uh, you'll never hear from me again. But um, uh, I'm hoping to publish the book next year and uh, uh, the the website as well will be uh, will be uh, developed with it. So uh, uh, I, I'm hoping you'll become a reader. I'm hoping you'll become a viewer of the website. Uh, it's not that I'm against images, but I'm, uh, very much still a man, I guess an old fashioned man who, uh, likes and appreciates and, uh, welcomes, uh, the nuances of language and words a lot, still very much. So, uh, thanks for listening. This has been an episode of, um, my Sam Johnson podcast. I come to you weekly. You can, uh, subscribe wherever you subscribe to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again next week.